Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you enjoy podcasts? What about audio dramas? Then do we have the perfect one for you. It's called Atlas Avenue Beat, and I'm the leading man. Who am I? The name's Locke. James Locke. P.I. That stands for Private Investigator. I'm one of the best the city of Kenneth Heights has to offer. I'm constantly on the move, meeting crazy characters, having manly fistfights, and solving the latest cases. Every case is documented in audio form for your listening pleasure. And while I don't know much about the latest technology, I'm sure you do. So, if you're in the mood for a thrilling spoof of the film noir genre, go to 7lamb.com or search for Atlas Avenue Beat wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, you heard me. Seven Lamb Productions presents Tower Four. Season One, Episode Six Crazy. hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft lifelock ultimate plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement lifelock alerts you to identity threats you might miss and if your identity is stolen your dedicated u.s-based restoration specialist will work to fix it let lifelock help protect what you've worked so hard for save 25 percent off your first year on lifelock ultimate plus at lifelock.com aware terms apply I never fell asleep last night. Hell, I hardly moved. I did read through the rest of the journal, though, trying to find something, anything to make sense of all this. But sadly, it didn't help. I quickly packed everything up and hightailed it out of there. Both the knife and bear spray handy, but the woods remained quiet, save for the occasional bird call or buzzing insect. I just wanted to get back to the tower, hell, far enough away from the lake so that I could reach Amber. But that's when I thought about Jean. I was closer to Overarch. I could possibly contact Jean from that position, but do I chance it? I quickly sifted through my pack and found the map. Okay, so I'm here, and Overarch is north. Where the hell's the trailhead? I must have passed the trail intersection on my way here. It looked like I had about two or three miles before I would intersect with Overarch Pass. <sighs> okay.
I should eat something, but I was too nervous. Keep moving. As I headed back, I found another surprise. The bear carcass. It was gone. Only two vultures remained and seemed to fight over a bit of scrap. Where the hell did it go? That animal or creature or whatever it was must have gotten it. I picked up the pace. It was by sheer luck that I spotted the overarch pass. It was hidden by overgrowth and the only reason I discovered it was because I needed to tie my shoe. I noticed a plank of wood partially covered by weeds and dirt. The letters were faded but I could still make out. Overarch. To chance it or just head back. I could contact Amber and she can get in contact with Jean except I still had a ways to go. I once again pulled out the map. Overarch was only about a mile from here. I could reach Jean within another 30 minutes, whereas it would be another 5 or 6 miles before I would be able to reach Amber again. Fuck it. I chance it. I had to let Jean know what I saw, or should I say heard, last night. The climb was excruciating. The path weaved back and forth. For only being a mile, it took longer than I expected. The rocky top was void of trees and overlooked Enos Lake. I didn't see anything down below. I really hoped I was far enough north to reach Jean. I switched to Channel 4. Jean, do you copy? Jean! Gene, this is Mike of Tower 4. You copy. Shit. A fucking waste of time. Gene, this is Mike. Do you copy? Anybody at the ranger station, do you copy? Hello? This is the ranger station. Copy. Yeah, yeah, um, is Gene there? This is Mike of Tower 4. Mike, I believe he's busy at the moment. No, 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 you have to get him. It's urgent. Okay, one second. I paced back and forth while I waited for Jean's voice. Mike, you there? Yes, Jean, this is Mike. Well, I'll be. Where the heck are you? I'm an overarch. Is that so? Amber told me you'd headed to 
Enos Lake. Tell me you have good news. Actually, uh, I have something to tell you, but it isn't good. Oh boy, should I be sitting down for this? I just... I don't know how to say this. Did you find the father and son? It's not about them. What the hell are you getting at, Mike? Wait, hold on a second. Let me take this into the other room. Maria's giving me the stare down. Okay, go ahead. What you got for me? I know this is all going to sound weird, but here it goes. Yesterday, when I got to Enos Lake, there was a man. I tried calling out to him, but I guess he didn't hear me, and he ended up walking into the woods. I, I tried to follow, but I lost him. A man? A grown man and child? No, no child, just some guy, and he wasn't dressed for a hiking trip. He's wearing beige pants and a dress shirt. Well, that is odd. There's more. After I lost sight of him, I set up camp because the storm was moving in. I stayed by the lake. Right before the storm hit, I... I heard some noises. Something large was moving through the woods. Like what? A, a creature. It was big. It knocked the trees aside like they were nothing. Is that so? Did you see what it was? I didn't get a good look. It was dark and just about to storm, but I think it attacked that guy. But you didn't see it? No, but I'm telling you, whatever it was, it was big. But nothing's out there now. I haven't heard anything. Well, it must have been a grizzly. N no, no, it wasn't any bear. I heard you had a run-in with a bear by Site 5. I did, but this, whatever it was last night, that wasn't a bear. I don't know, Mike. The only large animals you're going to find out there are moose and grizzlies. A grizzly can shake trees? A big enough one can. They often use them trees as back scratchers. You start seeing them trees sway, you get a feeling for just how strong those bears are. But it was pushing through. I once saw a grizzly the size of a Volkswagen. No kidding. I watched it chase down an injured deer. Knocked two trees out of the way like they were kindling. It wasn't a grizzly. <sighs> Gene, I saw another bear. A black bear. Dead on the side of the trail. Bears fight over territory. Although I don't know what black bear would want to fight a grizzly, they're usually much wiser than that. Now, if you didn't find that father and son, that's not good. You mentioned another person out there with a grizzly in the vicinity. Hell, we got ourselves a real problem. What I want you to do is just head back to your tower. No need to stay out there right now. I appreciate you helping us out like this. So you don't believe me? It's not that, Mike. You've been out there nearly a month now. Woods are a scary place, much different from city life. But I do take what you say very seriously. That's why I want you to get out of that area. It seems unsafe. Just get back to the tower. Why didn't he believe me? Was my story that ridiculous? A creature? A monster? I still had no idea what was out there, but the only thing that was for sure... It definitely wasn't a bear. I was nervous about my walk back. I had my knife handy the entire time. But besides seeing two squirrels and a woodpecker, the trek was rather uneventful. Even calming. Halfway back to the tower, I tried contacting Amber. 
Amber, you copy? Amber. No answer. Half hour later, I tried again. Amber? Amber, you there? Maybe I was still too far out. I walked another three miles and tried again. Amber, you copy? Amber? Amber! Two hours passed. I never stopped to eat since I was antsy to get back to the tower. I continuously looked around, nervously. I felt weak. I decided to eat a protein bar while I walked. I could feel my energy diminishing and my legs were killing me. I figured I had about another two hours, six miles left. I tried Amber again. Amber, you copy. Amber. I had to be close enough. Where was she? Amber? What the hell? The whispering reminded me of my first night here. couldn't make out what was being said. Amber? Amber? Don't trust them. What the fuck? Mikey? Amber? Amber, did you hear that? Of course not. I'm sorry, Mikey. Dropped my radio from the tower earlier today, and the damn thing bounced all the way to the bottom of the trail. The thing was smashed. But luckily, with my expertise and hands-on capabilities, I was able to fix said radio, and voila, working. I wasn't even listening to Amber. Who the hell was that over the radio? I'm actually pretty shocked, because I'm not usually good with my hands. Ask my exes. Oh, uh, what? Did you find the father and son? No, I, uh, I didn't. Are you okay, Mikey? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Sounds convincing. Did you talk to Jean? No, I told you. The radio was broken. I guess I could have used the spare, now that I think about it. But I was so fixated on repairing this one. I'll contact him now and let him know you didn't find them. Don't worry about it. I already talked to him. You did? Yeah, I went to Overarch. Oh. Well, what did he say? He's going to look into it. Amber, can I ask you a question? You don't have to ask whether or not you can ask me a question. Just ask it. How well did you know Jerry? Jerry Campbell? I don't know his last name. The lookout of Tower 4 last year? Yeah. Not well. I talked to him only a handful of times throughout the summer. Why? Just wanted to know more about him. I heard movement in the woods and instantly froze, until a small rabbit appeared and hopped away over a hill. <sighs> Mikey? Sorry, what? Why do you want to know about him? I... I just... I didn't know whether I should tell Amber everything or not. Would she think I was crazy too? I just wonder how he was. What does that mean? When you talked to him, did he seem... off? 
Are you sure you're okay? Okay, here we go. All the weird things that have been happening. The music, the static, the eye carvings, the large creature that shakes trees. And then I see some guy in the woods dressed like he just got into a scuffle during church mass. Uh, what in the hell are you talking about? I decided to tell Amber everything that I had experienced. She tried comforting me, but it was in a condescending way. She didn't say anything different from Jean, also offering the option of a grizzly bear being the culprit behind the swaying trees. And the guy? Yes. What did he say? He said get back to the tower. He would handle things. Sounds about right. How far are you? Not far now. Okay. So you're not going to tell me about Jerry? What did you want to know again? Did he seem off? The first day we started was the first day I talked to Jerry. He was short with me. Didn't talk much. So I never went out of my way to strike up a conversation. The only times we really talked were when there was a fire or... Gene wanted to know how his stock was holding up. Oh. I'm sorry if you wanted more. Gene told me that he went a little stir-crazy. Started hiking up to Overarch to contact Gene and complain about weird, uh, weird. Oh, shit. What? Like me? I didn't say that. You think I'm going stir-crazy? You think the woods are getting to me? No. No. I'm not making this stuff up. Lookout? In Tower 4, yeah. Wait, you stayed in Tower 4? For the last month of the season last year, Jean took over Tower 3. I took 4. Hmm. What? Nothing. I don't think you're going crazy, Mikey, but hurry up and get back to the tower. Okay. I got back around five. When I approached the door, I noticed it was slightly ajar. How? I shut it and locked it before I left. Didn't I? I slowly walked inside, but nothing had been stolen and nothing seemed out of the ordinary. I looked back at the door. I know I didn't leave it open. I continued looking around for anything that may be different. That's when I noticed. Outside. Smoke. Oh shit! I yanked the radio off my belt. Amber, Amber, you copy? Yes, Mikey? You back? There's a fire, north. I see smoke. Relax, I already know about it. Oh. You do? <laughs> Sorry, I should have told you earlier. Spotted it a couple hours ago. Already called it in. Oh, okay. Sorry. By the way, I talked to Gene. He told me there was a grizzly attack two weeks ago north of Tower 1. Really? going out to look for it. They usually don't come down this far. The people? <laughs> the 
Oh. It's like she was trying to comfort me, but I still had a hard time believing the thing I heard in the woods was a bear. There was no way. It was much, much bigger. So, just be careful when you're out and about. Especially if you're taking a shower. (laughs) Bears know that's when you're most vulnerable. I'll be careful. Thanks for calling in, and keep me updated if you notice anything with the fire. But for the past hour, it doesn't look like it's moved much. A lot of the ground is still wet from last night's storm, so I doubt it'll spread far. Okay. And Mikey? Yeah. Take some time and relax. Get some rest. Will do. I set the radio down on the table and plopped onto bed. I was exhausted. I started thinking about the previous night. Even if they could explain the tree movement and the strange noises as a bear, what about the man walking around in the woods? The scream? I wasn't imagining things. (sighs) I turned onto my side and noticed my laptop. It was closed, but the little blue light was on. How? I shut it down when I left yesterday. Someone was in here. Someone was definitely in here. I got up and walked over to it. I lifted the top and the black screen flashed a Word document which displayed a series of numbers. 1, 23, 37. The numbers repeated down the page. I never typed that. I looked around the room. Someone was in here, but why did they type this? What the hell was going on? Was I really going crazy? I didn't feel any different. I stared at the screen. 1, 23, 37. What did it mean? Tower 4. Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb. Story by Robert M. Lamb and Dylan Whitehead. Starring Jack Austin as Mike, Gina Coyle as Amber, Brian Messick as Jean. Co-starring Corey Pettit. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Brett Wilkins at Facebook.com slash WilkinsMusicFL. If you enjoy Tower 4, visit 7lamb.com for more audio dramas such as this. Also, don't forget to follow 7lamb on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at 7lamb Podcasts. This has been a 7lamb production. worked hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft lifelock ultimate plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement lifelock alerts you to identity threats you might miss and if your identity is stolen your dedicated u.s-based restoration specialist will work to fix it let lifelock help protect what you've worked so hard for save 25 percent off your first year on lifelock ultimate plus at lifelock.com aware terms apply Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures 
spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. But the only thing I could hear was 7219 laughing. Do you remember your name? Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.